This podcast contains subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Four imprints, one. One It's time to open the door in your mind. Sit back and listen to true horror. But be careful what you allow in. Because it's time to go through the fog. This week's story is A Hobo Named Paperclip, posted by user Granddaddy Spooky Bones to r slash creepypasta. The train rolled by my porch every night. Every night, it nestled me to sleep as the loud wheels zoomed past the ramshackle house we lived in. In a strange way, I viewed it as family, a father I never had, if you would. I grew up pretty poor, grew up with a single mother who's a dancer. I was no stranger to her bringing home men occasionally. But one day, she brought home Jeff. Jeff was a bastard, a real prick put his hands on me more than once. You can imagine the absolute agony it put me in whenever mom announced they were getting married. I decided that was it, and I would run away. I loaded up my backpack with a few sandwiches, some honey buns, and a couple water bottles. I was gonna hop the train. It made a stop at the rail yard a couple miles down from my house. When mom was at work and Jeff was passed out drunk in front of the TV, I made my move. Slipped out the bedroom window and ran to the rail yard. I waited inside the bushes for about an hour and heard my sweet, sweet freedom arrive. The train's brakes made a loud clacking and ear-splitting racket as it came to a halt. I carefully scoped out the train until I found some boxcars that looked promising. I crept as stealthy as I could and started trying the boxcar doors. To no surprise, they were all locked. Got to the last one and tried to open it. Locked. Suddenly, there were flashlights pointed towards me and moving closer. I tried once again in a desperate attempt to open the door, and it did open. Strange, I thought. I'm positive it was locked before I was nearly caught. I quickly jumped into the boxcar. As I went to slam the door, I fell and cut my hands on some broken glass. Later to discover the pieces came from a bottle of King Cobra. The rail yard bulls tried to check the doors to find them locked, grumbled at their thoughts, and waved the train to clear the yard. As we got down the line, I saw a cigarette cherry glow. I wasn't alone. I immediately jumped up and grabbed a piece of glass and used my phone to see what was with me. Standing in front of me was a man with wild, curly hair. Bone skinny, patched out overall scruffy facial hair and a pair of worn-out boots. I stood there in defense mode until he spoke. First time? He asked. His voice sounded like he gargled rocks and cigarettes. What? I asked. First time. He asked again as he pointed at my bleeding hand. You never hop without a decent set of gloves. Oh, yeah, it's my first time, I told him. He took a bandana from his pocket and threw it to me. Here, boy, wrap that up and put some pressure on it. He then walked over to the door of the rail cart and opened it. Outside was the most beautiful sight I had seen. We were over the river and the moon was resting on it, illuminating nature. And in the far distance, traveling even farther, I could see city lights disappear. Well, boy, what's your name? My name is Ton- Not your real name, your rail name. If you're gonna ride the rails, you need a rail name. Oh. 
I don't have one. Well, I'm Paperclip. Pleased to meet you. He slyly grinned at me and dropped a loose cigarette out of his mouth. Been riding these rails for what feels like centuries. Seen a little bit of it all. Been here, been there, but I gotta ask. What's a young fuck like you doing here? This line of living ain't safe. I proceeded to tell him about my troubles. How much I hated Jeff. How I wanted him dead more than anything else. I handed him some of my provisions and we got to know one another. As the moonlight shined on him, I couldn't help but notice he was ghostly white. Fuck, a youngin' like yourself ought not to have these worries. But I got a feeling your troubles will be over. Ain't no use to run from them. He grinned as he lit a cigarette. Like you did, I pressed. He proceeded to choke and laughed at the remarks. Yeah, yeah. He laughed. He handed me a bottle of wine and pulled out a guitar. He played the most beautiful melody. It had Spanish twangs in it and it slowly nestled to sleep. When I woke up, I was alone. I woke in the bushes by the rail yard. It was all a dream. I half-assed walked back to my house looking down at the rails. I had the most wonderful night of my life and it was all a dream. When I got near my house, I saw the lights and news van. My mom ran up, hugging me and crying. Allegedly, the train had derailed by our house and demolished it. Jeff was in a million pieces all over the land. Habitat for Humanity, local churches, and schools raised fundraisers to build us a new home. Social workers came and helped my mom find stable work. One day I looked in our mailbox and I found a letter. Hey, Buck. Looks like your troubles are all gone. Like I said, leave the rails to us pros. Inside the envelope, laid a paperclip. Through the Fog was recorded by Haptic. Edited by Brad LeBaron, Haptic, and Kevin Caravan. And produced by Flyover State Park. All stories are recorded either with the author's permission or with a Creative Commons share-like license. If you like what we're doing, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find the links to Haptic and Flyover at State Park's link trees down in the show notes. There you can find links to our podcast on other platforms, as well as Twitter and other social media and YouTube links. Redistribution or sale of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of both Haptic and the story authors. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.